0: what's up dude what's up dudes welcome the three of us in one room all together braden's back we're back baby we're in minnesota we're in the basement at the old duncan bar feels good the the nice oak I can sniff it it's phenomenal <laughs> can't do that where i'm at so nope <laughs> well we're glad it's to different. have you yeah <laughs> just like old times oh man um well brayden you're in town that reminds me Are, am i doing my car wash punishment in the next week here it's like cold it. no, up <laughs> no. i can i can throw on my jean shorts it's fine i'm a minnesotan it's not that cold you guys the communication with mama scoog has been poor at best about this topic and really in general i need to i need to regroup with her and also i want to make sure that's a little bit it's a little bit uh Little, little uh, freezing out there for you. You it yeah. to be freezing cold. I was. I was gonna do it in it's the gotta, summer. <laughs> it's gotta be a punishment. No. it's, it's no, a punishment, officer. No, nah, if if it's below fifty, we won't do it. But I think we should make it happen. I'm down. Let's do it next next week. Let's let's try to make it happen. It's make I mean, it happen. You're home week. for a week. We we got you. Let's make Are this good? happen. Sweet. I can't believe Braden's the one having to be, like, peer pressured and, like, told to give him Zach's punishment. Yeah, and I'm like, come ah, on, let me get the punishment! It's really, I mean, I just don't want to let Zach around all the vulnerable mothers out there. You know, my mom, yeah. you know, she's she's a lovely lady, and she's very sensitive, and I just don't know about Zach and jean shorts in front of her. I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm going to expand her, her boundaries I think here. He, I think he's allowed Ooh. to wear a short, a shirt. He just needs to wear jean shorts. Yeah. Yes, of yeah. course. Yes. So, yeah. At least you're not like Man. Even a parka, if he needs to. If it's if we don't get this done until January, it's not a good 20. I know? wanna look good. I wanna I wanna, you know, get all the the boys and girls to the yard. It's um, <laughs> 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 gonna be a show, okay? But uh, yeah, let's make it happen. Um, what else do I got here? The Manning cast, it's it's off for three weeks. Um Oof. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Eli Manning Penn State tryout video. It was incredible. It's like 15 or 20 minutes, but uh, he like went undercover, like goes full like makeup and tries out for as a walk on for Penn State. And only the head coach knows and no one else does. It's really funny. No way. I need to see this. I have seen that. Okay. (laughs) Um, it's it's pretty good. Yeah. It's it's not the best one I've seen of those though. Sure. But it's pretty good. Yeah. No. It was it was good. It was trending. I mean, this came out like two weeks ago. so yeah. It's old news by now. It but, is. Um. No, it was a good time. Yes. SNL. I think they did a a spoof of the Manning Cast this last week. Oh, I love that. And John Hamm, I think, was the host, and he came on the Manning Cast on Monday a few days ago, and Eli and Peyton were like. So why'd you say all that, that shit about us? <laughs> and John's like, I said no offense. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, it was pretty funny. I saw Miles Teller on there too, doing Peyton. Yep. Yep. Been a, been a broader, broader range of characters this year. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um last bit of news here. Um I I just had uh some, some quick headlines. Uh Bortles retired. We love Bortles. <laughs> Bortles! <We're> Bortles. <laughs> total yeah. you got to love Bortles. <laughs> yeah. Great guy. He did say he'd come back for two years, 15 million, though. Sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. ripping cigs on the sideline. <laughs> <Right. laughs> then one year of glorious garbage time. Just living the dream, deep tanks to DJ Chark. Never forget. That was a good time. Can you imagine if, if he and uh, Gardner Minshew were the quarterbacks on your team? That'd be a pretty cool quarterback room. Oh, that'd be so cool. I'd, I'd love to hang out with him, but you probably wouldn't win a, a whole lot of games. No, no, you'd be pretty terrible. Um, Braden, you passed up on tonight's game in Denver to be here with us tonight. So, Any regrets? <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. You know, I I got a text from one of my coworkers that said, "Hey, he lives in Colorado. He's like, hey, I got tickets to the game now. You want to go?" And I'm like, I'm literally leaving tonight to come to come here. And I was like, I could, I could change the flight. Decided not to because I had to be here with my boys doing the pod tonight. So I blame you guys for me not being there. But <laughs> I'm happy to be here. There we go. Happy to have you. All right, fellas, should we get into the uh, the puff puff pieces of the week? Let's do it. All right, favorite Reddit threads, Twitter Twitter stories, something something you know, funny or legendary. We saw this last week. My favorite one, no doubt, DK Metcalf. After the game, (laughs) okay. in In the middle of the game, he got carted off like on like an injury cart, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, did he like tear his ACL? What's going on? Why is DK Metcalf getting carted out of this game?" Uh, Turns out, he just had to poop really bad, (laughs) and he tweeted after the game that clinch walk wouldn't have made it. (laughs) So you guys, like, I I got this notification after javante had already hurt himself Ooh, after yeah. jonathan taylor had gone down i'm like dk metcalf too like you know it's like, at first he was like dk going on the cart and i'm just like this this is the worst sunday ever and, like, and then i find out that he's decided to take a little dookie yeah so so what's the better nickname uh dookie metcalf or dump king <laughs> 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 D- D- dump King, why is that one of the Where's options? DK, Dump D- king. king Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, gosh, Dookie D- Metcalf. I like. I, you know that. I think, D- he's you think he's the Dump King. If you, had, if you had Dump King Met and then anyway. have Metcalf, then then have Dump King end, Metcalf. Yeah, yeah, I agree. My name's DK. What's that stand for? Dub King. No, what? But the ump, the ump and king, when written, they need to be in like parentheses. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know it's the DK, right? Yeah. Of course. Um. What else do I got here? I I brought up last week my sit of the week, Deontay Johnson, because he was going up against Sauce Gardner, who Ooh. shut him down, and he scored like one and a half points last week. This dude allowed two catches for nine yards uh, on seven targets last week. Damn. He's shut down. Every, he shut down Mark Andrews, uh, Jamar Chase this year. Um He's good. That's, good. He's, that's he great. He could be the best pick in the draft this year. Yeah. Uh, went number four overall. We, 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 were, we were hoping he'd come to us, potentially. Oh, that was the pipe dream. <sighs> yeah. Um, amazing. I think his his nickname that people are rolling with this year is Lost in the Sauce. I think that's really cool. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I like, uh, you know, they, they had Rebus Island. People like Sauce Island. I like Thousand Island because of the the dipping sauce, Thousand Island (laughs) sauce. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's perfect. I think it's hilarious. That's good, that's good. Stuck on a Thousand Island sauce. Well, I really credit you for pointing this out, because I think when we get caught up in (laughs) fantasy, it's really easy to look into the offense and just the general defense. And when you brought it up last week, I started looking at the sauce, and obviously saw him just absolutely destroy it this week. So it's... It's crazy. I mean, when these rookie corners come on like that, it's exciting. That's exciting stuff. Yeah, it's so so big for the team. Um, last thing I, I wanted to point out in the puff up pieces, Tom Brady is trying to avoid his first three-game losing streak in 20 years. Wow. He's not lost three <laughs> games in a row since 2002. What? Is this, and like, is this like playoffs as well? Yes. Like maybe he lost the Super Bowl in the last first two weeks or something? No. This dude hasn't lost three in a row at any point since 2002. They're going against Atlanta at home this week. I like I like Tom Brady's odds to uh, to continue this streak. Yeah, I agree. How could you not? It's crazy. Um, but uh, that's all I got for you guys. Um, you want to talk about waivers? Let's do it. Sweet. Um, any big surprises this week? Um, I thought the biggest surprise was in our dynasty league. Um. You went uh Mike Boone for seventeen dollars. He got forty eight dollars in another dynasty. He's like a thirty string running back, he's not that talented. Yeah, he, I mean But he's got opportunity. Melvin Gordon is still there. I yeah. don't think I think he's gonna get the first run at things, even with his fumbling problems. It's like if he keeps fumbling, do you have to just sit him? Sure. But like Melvin Gordon's a good player, you've trusted Melvin Gordon. I'm not gonna go pick up Mike Boone or Latavius Murray and spend a lot. We're the flyer? Why not? Yeah. To be fair, he he went for seventeen dollars in Shady Dynasty, and I bid sixteen, so it hurt to, to miss out on him oh, by a dollar. That's the worst. Um, yeah, but it's I fine. Th- he's not. He's not. He's I think he ever. went for sixty something in one of my dynasty leagues. I think it's just the scarcity of running backs is so tough in those deep roster dynasty leagues. It's like you'll take any bright spot, and then people are thinking about Melvin, but. Yeah, he—the guy spent sixty. No one else spent more than twenty, so he, I'm sure he was kicking himself too. Yeah, and then in our, in our Give Me Some League, you know, the one that uh, we we have our most guests on from, Braden just loading up on running backs. You got Rashad White for nine dollars. You got Raheem Mostert for eight. You picked up Ken Walker on waivers. I mean, I, are you not going to let anyone have any running backs this year? You don't have any money left. You got you've spent almost like all of your budget through four weeks and and no this one is else has, has spent squat. This is true. Yeah, I've been definitely going the aggressive get your guy strategy early. We'll see what pans out. But no, I'm just trying to take flyers at this point. And honestly, I mean, obviously Javante went down and so I need depth. And I'm just, there's been just some good guys that I think could be good flyers, so. But. Yeah, and, and you lost Javante Williams, as we mentioned earlier. I mean, out for the year, torn ACL, that's really gotta hurt. But we buried the lead here. And that's you made a massive trade in fantasy, Braden, um, and it did not involve Javante Williams. No, uh, but I wish us, you did now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us, tell us about it. Uh, yeah, so this kind of came out of nowhere. I literally, um, I just been kind of looking at trying to make a move for one of these these top echelon running backs, kind of buy low because everybody's been just kind of underwhelming, and I felt that a big weakness on my team is the running back and the quarterback position, so. Um, that was at the time. Now it feels like the tight end as well, but I, and I just, you know, I saw Justin was 0-3 and I just hit him up. I was like, yo, you want to shake it up? And so we were just, I just want to see what we get out of him. And we got the ball rolling and end up, uh, that's what we saw, how we saw it shake out. Um, so I ended up getting JT and Gabe Davis as the main pieces and Tom Brady. And then really the main pieces for him are Devonte Adams and Drake London. Um, but there was a lot of auxiliary plate pieces like I got on Tony Pollard, Goff, Dak Prescott, Gerald Everett. And then I also got some scraps at the end that I'm, I ended up dropping Landry and, um, Tanyan? T- no, it was uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. <laughs> Taysom he Hill. dropped him immediately for Tanyan. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, honestly, I, you know, I'm still feeling okay about the trade knowing that Taylor didn't, isn't actually like high ankle sprain out for weeks. Missed we'll tonight. see how it plays out. Um, there's a, this is a high leverage trade. I've never really made moves like this, so we'll see. But has yeah, each move like five or six players yeah. uh, and some big names. Uh, the only keeper guy that makes sense is Drake London could be kept for a fourth rounder next year. But even then, like it was, it was mainly yeah what you said. Jonathan Taylor and Gabe Davis for Devontae Adams, Drake London, and a couple other small pieces. I mean, Justin got a ton of points this week. Yeah, um, almost came back on you and beat you. I can't believe out I, of I all beat those. him. <laughs> uh, but you got destroyed. So you both lost this week. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who who knows who's going to win the trade here? Uh, we'll we'll have to keep checking in throughout the season. Yeah. I mean, Zach, what was your reaction when you saw the trade? Um. Holy crap! That's a lot of players. <laughs> that's a lot. Of- <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of players. Yeah. Also. I mean, I immediately saw that Braden got Jonathan Taylor. So Which I said, he's, he's probably going to win this trade. Yeah. Then I saw the rest of the pieces and then how they played this last week. Now I'm not so sure. I mean, even like by kickoff, I was like, uh, it could go either way. And then, I mean, you got Tom Brady. Justin got Jared Goff and Dak Prescott. And Jared Goff scores thirty three well, points. Yeah? I mean, Jared Goff is kind of that right. guy right now. It's like, are you gonna? Are you really gonna not play Jared Goff? Yeah, he's been absolutely balling. And Gerald Everett as an auxiliary tight end. I mean, he got fourteen points yeah. last week, and it's like, he's, he got some solid side pieces that you know they weren't ranked high before the season, but their performance. So you gotta you gotta move them up your board. I like it. 100%. The only other trade note I had in here, I made a, a, a small trade in uh, a different Dynasty League with Garrett's brother, Corbin, yeah, uh, who might be on the pod next week. We'll see. Um, But I'm trying to win now. It looks like he's trying to rebuild. I got Alvin Kamara for uh, Brian Robinson and a 2024 second-round pick. Yeah, I think that... <laughs> I think that you won the trade, um, but, but you, man, are the biggest Brian Robinson believer. Oh, I, I love Brian Robinson. I own him everywhere I can. I'm, I mean, yeah, Brian Robinson's my guy. Right. Um, so to give him up, I sat on this trade for three days. I offered him Pollard in a second. He countered with Brian Robinson in a second. And I did not smash accept because I love Robinson. But then I, I came to my senses. I thought that Camara was going to play against the Vikings last week. So I was like, Got to start him. He didn't. Um, but, no, I like Kamara the rest of the year. I'm stacked in this league. Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Dalvin, Alvin, Fournette, Zeke, Pollard at running back. A.J. Brown, nice. Debo, Deontay, Michael Thomas, Godwin at wide receiver, and then Mark Andrews at tight end. So, like, yeah. I got a chance to win it all. You do. Um, but that's it for Trade Talk. Fellas, let's get into our budding stars. Yeah, um, You know, Let's not spend too much time here, but I mean, we, we like to talk about guys that are owned in less than fifty percent, less than twenty five percent of leagues, um, and why you th- we think you should stash them on your bench this week uh, because they, they're going to go up in price and waivers in the, in the in the upcoming weeks. So, Garrett, who's your less than fifty percent on guy? You want to talk about George Pickens? This dude, I think, has arrived. Like w- week three, he has one of the best catches we've ever seen yeah Holy and then God. and then week four has 10 catches 140 yards or something it's like six for a Six for a hundred little little extreme but either way <laughs> like <laughs> and 250 he, yards he, <laughs> he did have a really he did have a really good game uh saw the majority of the targets had good targets and has good rapport with um kenny pickett who's coming in now so He's starter I, I think that george pickens could be one of those guys for the rest of the season yeah, I like it. Great choice. Um, well, I will go Ken Walker. Um, really the reason for me, I mean, part of it that really made me think about it now is just because you saw Penny jump up on the, on the injury report. But then today, right before the pot, I immediately get actually Ken Walker right now has a shoulder injury and Penny's full practice. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. But if you got the room, I mean, it's really hard to find any kind of upside waivers right now. And originally I thought that Seattle wasn't going to be a high upside offense, but I think that they've actually been surprisingly shown more upside than than previously thought. So, um, just a reminder, to, if you want to stash a guy that has upside, I mean, a rookie running back that has shown talent and with an injury-prone starter, can't go wrong. For the, I don't know, fifth straight week in a row, I wish I could say Brian Robinson. But yep. the guy that I have highlighted here is Alexander Madison. Um, he's probably owned in, in most leagues, but he was under 50% in ESPN. So... Um, I don't love Dalvin Cook for a full year healthy perspective, and I think if you can have Alexander Madison on your bench, um, I mean he got some receiving work last week, got a touchdown. I think that he he could mix in, and the weeks that Dalvin's out, which he
1: he's he gonna be. be out,
0: yeah. Um, you got an automatic RB one pretty much. Um, so. But your bench if he's if he's available. Yeah, I mean, even if you get three weeks out of him this year, you'd be thrilled. Absolutely. Oh, totally. My God. Alexander Madison. Oh, that I can resist. Can this turn into a Hamilton podcast right now? <laughs> Every single one of my players in the Shit Dynasty is named after a character in Hamilton. Okay. A quarterback, General Philip Schuyler, Kyler Murray. Okay. I've got uh Elijah Mitchell. No, that's Eliza. Okay. <laughs> Guys, I love Hamilton, but let's <laughs> talk 25%. My guy, uh, Devin Duvernay, uh, wide receiver for Baltimore. Uh, Rashad Bateman is banged up. Duvernay could be getting 10 targets in this offense. The The Ravens have been passing a lot more this year yep. than anticipated. And Duvernay has been a startable player three out of four weeks this year, I think. Um, so... That's, like, kind of a desperation, like, flex play, but also, like, he's just been good. You should, you should have him, right? Um, I went with Latavius Murray. I talked about it with Mike Boone earlier. Is he worth the money? No. But I think in a less than 25%, if you need a running back or want to see a potential running back kind of step in in the future, like, both of these guys have a path to that, um, especially with how Melvin, Melvin Gordon's been playing. Um, But yeah, so he, he Latavius Murray, Mike, Mike, Mike Boone, pick them both up. Worth, worth a buck or two, and they might take over the offense. Yeah, and Murray is out this week because he, he didn't know the play, playbook, but that should make him IR eligible, which is easier to stash. So if you right. got an IR spot, put Murray on. He might be the tap, top back next week um, for Denver. He actually looks pretty good with, against, I mean, the Vikings' run defense isn't always the best, but he actually looks surprisingly good um, against us. In London. Also, by the time you're listening to this, the game's over, so you can't add Latavius <laughs> Murray. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Garrett I yes. <laughs> <laughs> hope you've locked him in already. Yeah, there's so many Thursday players this week. <laughs> yeah. Brandon, who's your guy? So mine, I know it's a little more difficult in shallower leagues finding that bench space, but I think it's worth it um, if you can make the room or you need a just an upside running back flyer, um, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, This is purely just based on how he looked in the game. I know that Clyde's been doing well enough and he hasn't, you know, done enough to like necessarily lose, lose his job. And I don't necessarily expect him to fully usurp him unless he gets hurt, but um, he's taking priority over McKinnon. He's the cleanup guy. And if you look, watch them play, it looks like Clyde's out there. And I actually heard someone kind of say this on a pod, and so I'm going to take it from him. But I heard them say, basically, like, it looks like Clyde's out there trying not to fumble, and Isaiah looks out there like he's trying to knock heads. Like, he looks like a dog out there. Like, he is, he looks explosive. He looks, I mean, pure eye test looks, looks amazing, and he looks he looks motivated. So um, I think even if he gets starts getting more carries, and I think he's going to continue to get more carries, um, I think he can do a lot with those opportunities, and it's only a matter of time. I like it. All right, fellas, it's time for who's higher. Um, right. We're gonna be doing a look, trade, trade advice, value check on different players, rising, falling categories. So, Garrett, tell me, who's your your buy high, sell high kind of guy that you want to go after in a, in a trade this week? Um, I guess I don't know necessarily. I want to go after him. So you try but to sell high, maybe? Not even. I okay. just, I just, I just. I you want to know his value? I, I, I want to know his value. All right, let's get it. Um, Debo Samuel, big game. Big game. I mean, I think he's better off with Jimmy G at quarterback than he was with Trey Lance. Like, yep. he immediately jumps back up. He was the number two receiver in the NFL last week. Or last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this last week just has a huge Monday night. And that 59-yard touchdown is dog. just unbelievable. <laughs> like, you <laughs> get the ball in this guy's hands. Um, I don't know... I. I don't know what he goes for. So I'm curious because he, he had a pretty decent season coming up in the last game, but this last week was huge. Are you trying to think of a 1 for 1 or a 2 for 1 to 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 tre- get his value? I I just let's let's see, let's go 1 for 1. Let's just What would you go 1 for 1? I see Joe Mixon's highlighted here as one of uh Bradens' guys to talk about. I yeah. think a swap of those two would make a lot of sense. Yeah, would be pretty decent. Um um, if he, I don't know if the Debo owner would take that, honestly, right now. I don't know if they would. I, mean, I think they would. I mean, if I mean, if they know the back, underlying usage. Mixon just got 15, 16 points yeah. last week. So yeah. it's pretty close to Debo's twenty twenty one ish points last week. That's true. Yeah. What about Derrick Henry? If I'm the Debo owner, would I accept Derrick Henry for him? Probably. I think at this point, Derrick's... You, you can almost... you know He was a little scared the first couple of weeks. Now it's almost like he's... He looks like the guy again, so I I think if I was, I mean, if I was a Debo owner, I would definitely take Derrick Henry, but I almost wonder if that's a little too much, potentially. The thing is, like, if you're the Derrick owner, would you sell him for Debo? Um, probably not. Yeah. I was wondering about, so I think it depends on where you fall on if you believe that the game Eckler did last week is him riding the ship, or if it was a... Big burst, and he's still not what he was at. But I think you could probably sell Eckler for Devo. I like that. A sell high on Eckler to do so on Debo. Yeah. Devo, it, yeah. That, I think that's the I that's think it's the, sweet I, spot. I, I, I like that. I like that better. That's a good move. All right. Braden, you want to do a value check on Joe Mixon? Yeah. So I think, so I really think that this will separate the, the, you know, the very savvy owners versus the more casual owners. So it'll depend on the league. But I think. And a lot of these more casual owners are looking at Mixon, and they they just see him completely disappointing. His efficiency is terrible, and they might think this guy's washed and want to sell. But I think for the savvy owner, they see his usage is off the charts. It's going to come even if he's inefficient, and even if he is washed, if he continues to get that volume, he is almost a lock to be a top five running back the season, the whole season. But I think a lot of people are a little shaky just because he hasn't hit those numbers and those ceilings that you want to, and his his. Efficiency looks absolutely terrible. Yards um, per carry are terrible. Oh, toral, terrible. terrible. Um, but I, you know, I even just did this in a league today. Actually, I, I threw out James Robinson plus plus, um, and I actually was willing to overpay. I said I'd throw in another running back, like a low low ceiling running back, like a Zeke, and um, or like a. Brian Robinson, <laughs> I hate to say it, um, and maybe like a Judy or a Cooks or Michael Thomas. I basically gave him a pick a litter of all three of those pieces, but I'm trying to make that move for Mixon, and and we'll see. But that's kind of that was my thought is maybe try to sell. If you don't think that James Robinson is going to continue what he's been doing, try to sell Robinson High. But I don't know what you guys think. Um, well, I'm looking at Joe Mixon's full year schedule. And he has a brutal playoff schedule, and I'm super early in the year. You got to make the playoffs, right? But he's not a running back I want on my team. Come playoffs, looking at this, this schedule at Tampa Bay, at New England, home against Buffalo It's probably the three hardest run rundies um, in the playoffs. But that's twelve week or you know nine or ten weeks away. That's true. So uh, you can still get a ton of value out of Joe for these next nine to 10 Mm -hmm. weeks, I think. And then sell him before the playoffs because anyone would take, if he's still healthy, anyone would take a... Yeah, so you could buy him a little low right now. I mean, he just came off a 15-point game, but uh, yeah, maybe try to sell him again (laughs) later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I see that for sure. I think those guys you brought up are are fair offers. You can get, you know, maybe a James Robinson plus like a Brandon Ayuk or something, like a, a third wide receiver. Um, you might you might be able to get the the Joe Mixon owner to accept that. I think so too. Uh, the guy I wanted to talk about was uh, Josh Jacobs. Just had a monster week this last week. Um, I like his outlook. I think that Josh McDaniels is a run first off of, uh, head coach for the Raiders. Um, but I don't know. I don't own any Josh Jacobs because no one wanted to own him in the draft. Um, so I don't really know what his value is at. Right? now interesting I like that my um, question for you oh, go. no go ahead uh, I was just gonna say my question for you is would you buy him at peak value like try to get him any way you can and you know basically try to buy him as the guy who's a 28 carries 144 yards you know bell cow or are you trying to see if you can still get him you know, get him at a, I mean, obviously you're still trying to get that value, but if it was peak value, would you still buy him? Do you 100% believe that this is going to be his usage the rest of the year or for the future? Or do you think that was like a one game kind of spike? I don't think it's a one game thing. They are one in three on the year. Their one win was Josh Jacobs running 28 times for 144 yards and two touchdowns. So that's their only recipe for success this year is, is running through him. Um, he plays at KC, Then it has a buy. Uh, I if I'm trying to buy Joe Mixon. I don't think I buy right now. I hope he has a downish game against KC, who they're probably going to lose against. Buy him on his bye week, and then after that, you got Houston. You know, New Orleans is tough, but then Jacksonville, Indy, yep. Um, Torched Denver he gets to Denver again, so like he's got that decent schedule mid season where um, if you can buy him on his bye week, I would I would try to do that for you know like a Brandon Cooks if he has another solid week, um, you Ooh. know, flip flip a someone in that low to mid twenty range wide receiver for Josh Jacobs. Um yeah, I, I would say I'm trying to target him anyway. I think the Jacobs own Jacobs owner would want more. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. after this week where he just right. went off. Um but I would say an an somewhat equally ranked wide receiver plus a bench running back. Could probably get you there. Could probably get you there. I like that strategy though you talked about like just kind of waiting out to see if he has a bad game against Casey and then try to pounce on the bye week. Cause it's almost kind of a, you know, a double whammy to a certain extent where it's like the bye plus he could have a bad game, but it's a gamble, right. but trying to hope that his value drops. I like, I yeah. like that. Move. A lot of trading is, is figuring out the right time to make it. So um, I did a week too early on Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, kind of a buy low, sell low guy. You, either of you guys want to bring up here? I think Zeke. I I don't think he's worth anything at this point. So I, if you own Zeke, you're you you'd sell him off for for something. Uh, yeah, I think I think he's just he's he's unreliable. He can't. You just you're not going to get very many big weeks. And when even when he does have like a bigger week, it's not a huge week. It's like a fifteen, sixteen, and like yeah, you'll take that a few times a season. But like you might only get it twice, and then you're getting a lot of nines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had 19 carries for 49 yards. I think this last week. It's crazy, terrible. Joe Mixon like numbers. Yeah. Um, but what what would you sell him for, Garrett? Ooh, DJ Moore. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
0: was <laughs> like, I, I was like great. Well, I, would man, I trade DJ Moore for Zeke? Yes, obviously. Uh, no, no, no. What are, what are you selling Zeke to get? Okay. Um. Adam Thielen. I took Kyle Pitts. No, Garrett. Kyle Pitts owners are too deep. They're not <laughs> This season is a lost cause, but they will go down on their Kyle Pitts ship. Well it's not okay. like there's anybody but on the waiver wire, right? <laughs> uh, would you would you take Adam Thielen for Zeke? Um no. Okay. So I mean Zeke's got some value him. still yeah he, he's great as a depth like a third option at running back we need a guy that you think can get 10 points but he's right it's just the ceiling especially now with cooper rush it just does not seem to be there i think he'll hold the job but it just doesn't seem like he's a guy that can win you weeks or anything so that's tough i don't know david montgomery i would take david montgomery back i wonder if people would do it that's a good question i don't know which one i'd rather have david montgomery or zeke I have, might, I, might, have, I have Khalil Herbert, right, so you, my, my my vision's a little he, clouded. I, I think um, Zeke is the safer play there because he like he has the less opportunity to lose his job. But um, David Montgomery is the better running back. Okay. Yeah, like there's no question about that. At least more explosive at this point in his career, I think. Right. I'd rather have David Montgomery on my team than Zeke. I might take Zeke, especially if David Montgomery's out this week. Yeah, and there's a really low TD upside in that offense, and um, yeah, obviously, yeah, they're just not doing, yeah, so that, that's a good trade, I think that's a good trade. All right, Braden, who's your buy low or sell low kind of guy? Uh, mine is, so I think you can buy pretty dang low on Gabe D- Davis, and I, I just made a move for Gabe Davis, but it wasn't necessarily buying low, but I think now after a few weeks, people might think that first week is a fluke, and. Um, the stats look terrible. I mean, he's been running all these routes and he hasn't had any, he hasn't had any targets come his way, which is a sign that he's not getting separation, that he's not winning his routes, which is always, um, concerning but i think it, you can point it all back to the ankle injury that he's been playing through i mean even um, in practice last week right before the game he was limping and he really shouldn't be playing out there but they're using him as a decoy i think you're going to see it get better i think you can get him for really cheap right now and then you know you can be able to get those get the number two in a joshua Allenlet offense would you give up mike thomas to get gabe davis Ooh. i mean i think you could get you could trade Mike Thomas for Gabe Davis plus at this. Oh no, he's, he's been hurt I'd for rather a few take, weeks. I'd rather take Gabe Davis. Yeah, he's been hurt. If he was still playing, then it would be different. Um, yeah, I probably would. If you don't think, you know, if you're extra spooked about the the toe, um, I think that's a that's a pretty decent trade. I'd probably take the. I'm going for the better offense. Oh, that is a good. I think that's a good trade. Like, yeah, I mean, Josh Allen's gonna be a beast this year. Like Gabe yeah. Davis is going to be fine. He's gonna have good weeks. Um, Whereas. I don't know that um, the other would Mike Tom Mike Thomas. Would you the take, other? Would you rather have James Connor or Gabe Davis? Ooh, that that see that one's tough because it's it can depend on your team. It could depend on your team, but I would probably lean Gabe Davis because he I feel like right at this point he can win you weeks. Not not right now. I still think he might even be a week or two from being 100. percent But down the line, throughout the season, I think he's more likely going to win you weeks right now than Connor. Garrett Connor or Davis. Quick Gabe Davis. Uh, probably lean that way too, but if I need a running back, I'm, okay. I'm trading him for, for Connor. Yep, Guy I'm, de- I would definitely try to buy low after his one bad week is Christian Kirk. Um, Ooh, yeah. If you could, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Would. I think he only had catches for 60 yards or something like that last week but he still performed he got, you seven. He got you seven that's his down lead. and they said that they threw him out on the outside he wasn't playing in the slot because zay jones was hurt which is if i would have known that going into the game i would have sat him. about it was kirk owner but no one really knew that it was a happened. rain game at philly um he gets houston this week if if you can somehow get kirk for you know closer to his draft value than what he's been performing as a top like 12 receiver this year, number seven receiver on the year. You can get him for like a fifth fifteenth ranked overall guy, make the move. Um, I don't know if I've got anyone off the top of my head, but I'd say he's a by-low target this week and probably this week only. Yeah. I um, agree. But fellas, we finally made it. We did. It's it's it's, it's <sighs> I don't know if it's my favorite segment. This or, or this or the munchies. <laughs> but it, it's time for wanna talk trash. And we have Zach and Braden both in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Playing <laughs> each other in the gimme some league this this week. Both teams are two and two. It's a big week. You don't want to. You don't want to go two and three. No, I mean, you do not. No, you you, not you, want, you want to go three and two. It's huge. It's a big week, guys. Who's gonna win this one? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've got the better team. You know, we we heard this story last week. Uh, you were facing off against Tom. And uh, everyone knew Tom had the better team. Tom came out and stomped you. 150 to 80, Oof. something like that. Um, hats off to him. I put up 140 last week. You Almost also, lost. Almost lost. Um, and I like my odds, you know. I, I think I can keep the ball rolling. Now, Braden is a fantastic owner. He's a scrambler, you know. He, he makes all these moves that I want to make. But my team's not bad enough to make any of those moves. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just, just go off. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to win this week, Brady. Right? Yeah, you know, anytime you lose uh, Jonathan Taylor, the, one of the top players in fantasy, you're a little bleak about the week. And I will be honest, I've written this down as a loss because I'm a big believer in if you don't have high hopes, you don't let yourself down. But at the same time, I know for a fact that this is going to be one of those trap games for you, Zach, and you're going to be it's just going to be one of those where it's just really tough pill to swallow when it looks like I'm you have almost 20 points more projected than me, and I come back and win. Because I really think that the upside for this week, specifically with my matchups and some of the kind of just key things that are going on with your roster this week specifically, give me a shot at maybe, maybe pulling it off this week. Um, I, th- I feel like Khalil Herbert... You know, I think Montgomery at the very least is going to play and at least split the work, if not make it unstartable. Um, Mike Williams is a man known for his duds. He could have a big week and win it, but I think the guy's also very boomer bust, so he could have that issue. Um, Jalen Waddle's got Teddy. I love Teddy and Jen Waddle's been hurt. um, But, you know, I I just think that Waddle has high potential for a dud, too. Um, Christian McCaffrey is facing a tough San Francisco defensive line with Baker Mayfield leading the offense. I just see a lot of bust potential on your team, and you got the studs that will make it tough, Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, those guys. But I just see that there is potential for upset here with with some of the matchups I have going with Tom Brady against Atlanta, Godwin, hopefully Gabe Davis is ready to go in a big matchup against Pittsburgh. But I, I don't know. I think it's, it's a lot more interesting than the projections – Indicate so I'm 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 putting it down as a loss, but I'm sitting here kind of excited for the potential here. You said a lot of mean things about a lot of nice players that I <laughs> Um but that, that's okay. You know, sometimes people they gotta say mean things to to make themselves feel a little bit better. I think you got a really good team. You know, maybe a top eight team this week, and uh, out of ten, and I you know I I, I wish you you know average luck. So I think I, I I've got a better than average team. So That's fair. All right. You got some studs. So, Zach, you're gonna win this week. Braden, you think you're gonna win this I'm week? I'm gonna win this week. Alright, I like to hear it. Um all right. What makes you the better fantasy owner than the other? Brayden, you can start on this one. Well, I got my scrambling capabilities, which Zach has, has mentioned. It's almost like an ESP. I can just read any thought that Zach has on the waiver wire. It's it's Scary, <laughs> which I didn't know about until a few hours ago um no, I mean honestly it's it's that pure gut instinct that you just can't even put uh, put words to I think is is just at the end of the day um I'm just really good at being an underdog <laughs> and, <laughs> and so just get ready because when you mess with the bull, you get the horns <sighs> I mean this man makes <laughs> a compelling case. <laughs>
1: He is
0: a savvy owner. I, I look up all these sleeper picks, all these guys that are like, oh, they're gonna break up one, two, three weeks. Like, I want to own them on my team. And I go to the white waiver wire, and says they were last picked up by Braden Scoog. I'm like, ah. Oh. then I look at my roster, and I was like, well, that guy's like the 50th ranked running back, and I've got like the 30th ranked running back. I'm not not gonna drop him to get the worst guy. Like, so you know, I think uh, I got I got the better draft. Um Braden's been the only person to add anyone on waivers this year, just spending like twenty bucks each week on different guys. So <laughs> just tinkering um, Waivers might kill you this year, Braden. <laughs> you you spent quick. We'll see. And then that's usually that's the strategy I would go for. Spend a lot, spend it early. And every strategy I would use, Braden is doomed. Done done this year. But I haven't won the league in eight years. Uh I gotta switch up my strategies. So hopefully it works. Ho- hopefully this year. I prove to be the better fantasy hunter. Yeah, I'm gambling on there might not be talent towards the end of the season, but we'll see. It's kind of, I, I don't know. I've never found that perfect fab strategy. It just kind of depends on the year. All right. Um, who has better fantasy takes in general? Ooh, I mean, I'm i am biased. I think I do. <laughs> but we're both going to think we both have great takes. Absolutely not. <laughs> I would say that this podcast has the best takes. there we go. There we go. go. (laughs) This this question is not a me versus you. This is an us versus them. And this podcast, us, I think we have great takes. We all have a different point of view. We bring in different things. You know, I might be looking more at the upcoming schedule. And Braden might be looking more at the the targets or the the rush share or, or things like that. And we just come at you from all angles. So who's got the better takes? Depends on the week, but uh, and I mean, if we check week four, clearly me, all my picks are ready. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that we the, the whole podcast is great. Honestly, what? I feel like a dick now. I should. I wish I would have gone <laughs> the us mentality instead of no me. I think I better teach. But exactly. I love that Zach. That I, I love that answer as well. But on the side here, we all are tracking who gets points each week for all of our all of our points. So at the end of the season, somebody's going to prove it. (laughs) We have a mathematical answer um, at the end of the year. All right. And we're hitting every single facet of different betting on these things. It's going to work. I love it. All right. Who is the better friend with Vanessa? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. (laughs) What do you think, Zach? I mean... Vanessa's my homegirl, all right? Not only have we grown closer in these last three, four years than than ever before, but, I mean, we might be starting a podcast soon. Do you have that going for you, Brayden? (laughs) This feels like some, like, Ethan and Trisha Paytas vibes. Like, I feel like this is going to get nasty, and you guys are both going to end up just, it's going to turn sour quick. But I got to say, you know, I got the advantage of longevity, I I think. Um, Maybe. But you've had proximity (laughs) these last few months, so I have to agree that you've probably been getting closer recently. Yeah, you moved away, Brady. I've moved (laughs) farther away and become distant, but... When did you first meet Vanessa? I think Zach's probably on her you You've known longer. I think I spent more quality time earlier. See, I had that that first year of knowing. Then you took the next like seven or eight, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm slowly working my way back. And now it's the tower. I think if, if we were to go upstairs right now, Vanessa looks me dead in the eye and she says, "Braden." <laughs> <laughs> I say, "You're wrong. It's me, Vanessa. You like me more, okay? <laughs> You're you have the advantage of the new relationship. Yeah. You know, it's it's exciting. You know, but yeah. all right." Who's a better drummer? Oh, uh, no question. Me, yes, <laughs> yes of course. I knew it. <laughs> Brayden's in a professional drummer setting. He plays for a band and he has done multiple gigs as an adult. Uh, me, I've done pet band. Okay, there has never been a better pet band uh, bass drummer <laughs> than me uh, for the the hay song. The People face. would go nuts to hear me bang. <laughs> 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 Is that the pattern? Hey, da, 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 da. I got bloody knuckles playing this song. It was oh, all wow. twelve kids in your grade just loved it. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would be on the trap set doing solos. We got the Macho Man, and I'm just mm-hmm. pff, nailing all the drums. And I, I gave it all up. I said I'm too good for this. I, <laughs> I don't. I, I, I can't. Continue to give all of myself to the to the drummers of the world, and so I I, I quit in high school. I said, "Braden can try it as an adult, but he'll never eclipse what I have done." <laughs> wow. Braden, I know you've never heard him drum. Maybe just, I, maybe I, he's on the on just what he did, but I don't know. Well, you got to know. While I'm a punk at heart, when it comes to that that classical style with the rudiments, I mean, I can see that flair that that Zach has. I feel like I could sense it. You had that. That band, that marching band style that everyone loves. So I love it. You, I, you could probably be on the skull line. <laughs> I could be on the skull line. Brayden, he could he could play for like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But me, I could be on the skull Dude, line. Dude, that'd be so sick. Honestly, I'd probably take the skull line. <laughs> <laughs> two two different drummers. I think that's fair. All right. I think we're gonna end it there. I have one more written down, but. I don't think we're gonna talk that. Okay, yeah. We I have like I don't think we shed too much blood. I think we right. can still be no, friends. I, after I, I, this. I think I think this is no, perfect. I, this, is, this is a good spot to end. So I, Garrett, I've got a question for you. Still don't understand how this works, but tell me, who won? Oh <laughs> man, <laughs> man, this um the last three were very just friendly to each other for the most part. Well not always. Not always. There were people coming for throats the last Man. couple weeks. When you're announcing it, you don't think about who's winning as much. Yeah. I but I when still don't know how this winning works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, s- going to be the only judge here. You guys already gave your case. This is my choice to say who was better. Yeah. I think it was Zach. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Zach. What about when I systematically cut down his roster? But this was really close. I think this might have been our closest one of the year. It hung on a knife's edge. Is is that the first win for this podcast this year? <laughs> I think we've I mean, always, we always, always had a guest win. <laughs> we, we just had to finally play each other to figure by, it out. by default. Ooh. We had to have each other in the same room. Well, speaking of hanging on a knife's edge, fellas, do you remember Sunday morning? when the Minnesota Vikings beat the New Orleans Saints on <sighs> a double-doink missed field goal at the buzzer. The double-doink. The, the double-doink. Double doink. Oh, I, I, I was carrying that high through the whole week. After he nailed a 61-yard oh. right before that. It looked so good the whole way, and then doink-doink, Vikings win. Tough. I had to listen to it on the radio. That must have been oh. a fun call, though. I mean, we got PA, so it, it, it was, he just, like, screamed double doink, think <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Double doink! You, I haven't heard the call yet, Dan. Yeah, I gotta look up the call after this. It, it was it was pretty good. Uh, so, feeling great. Yeah, bikes are 3-1. and one. I, I mean, yeah, you would have asked me before coming into the season. Start out 3-1? and 3-1, is... you happy with that? Absolutely. It's a tough so, starting like, schedule. It, it's a tough starting schedule. The teams we played are better than um the records seem i feel like yep um and now we got the the bears at home for we week the five, bears at home which were seven point favorites i love it and the schedule in general looks great it, rest it, of season it, oh it's it, it's a great schedule absolutely um absolutely. sky's the limit for this team gary you you, you had you picked the vikings to finish 12 and 5 which is the highest out of all of us yeah and there's a realist, realistic path towards that um if you start out four and one, I mean, yeah, you're you got a and then, pretty decent chance. And then oh, we yeah. got the Dolphins away, and then the bye. So you know, either four and two or five and one going into the bye, and then you know, not too difficult of schedule after. Um, uh, I've got my hopes up right now. I mean, they're not they're tempered. They're tempered. I don't see this team as a, as a Super Bowl contender just yet. No. Yeah. Um, still so up. But it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really fun. I mean, the games are frustrating as hell. Every week, I'm like, <laughs> we suck. Like, we're not a good football team. But then we are resilient. We come back. We hold the lead. We do what we got to do to to win the game. So, yeah. Yeah. do you guys have the Vikes winning this week at home against the Bears? Is it a trap game, or are we going to win? We're going to win. We're yeah, gonna... I think it's another one of those where it's going to be a little dicier than we think it should be. But I think we're going to win. Same. All right. Stone Cold Picks of the Week time, boys. Let's do it. Um, we got, we went. Uh, I didn't, I didn't check the records last week except for me, where I went three for three on all my starts, Ooh, uh, that's, sits, and sleepers. That's trying. pretty damn good. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been not so great on the sleepers this year. I think it was my first hit. But uh, Garrett, tell me, who's your your locked in start? A guy outside the top twelve that you think's gonna have a really good week? Well, I'm only reading this first because I'm first on the list. <laughs> <laughs> I mistakenly put Damian Harris as my sit, and he's, he's playing Detroit this week. Terrible mistake. <laughs> However, when I went to go move him to my start, that spot had already been taken. <laughs> so I immediately gave up the chance at him and went Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> I think this Patriots running back duo is going to just be dominant this week. The Lions have been torched on the ground. This is going to be a high-scoring game because that Lions defense is awful. Um, I think they can both be potentially top 12 plays this week. Um, I think more realistically, they're both top 18. But, I mean, you take that. Yeah. I mean, just to go off that, I picked Damian Harris as my start of the week (laughs) at home against Detroit, who just gave up 144 yards to Rashad Penny and, like, another 30-some yards-ish to... Ken Walker. So, um, yeah, it's it, the Patriots running back duo is a must start this week. I think I got the, the higher ranked guy. The But, I mean, they, they trade off every every uh, drive. So, whoever gets one or two touchdowns there might might be the guy who scores higher. But, yeah, you got to start those Patriots backs. Braden, who's your, your start of the week? I'm going to go with Mr. Chris Godwin against Atlanta this week. I saw in Fantasy Pros he was ranked wide receiver 20. But um, I really think that – you know The, the Buccaneers are going to open it up. Tom Brady's looking great. You saw him finally get back into the rhythm that you expect out of Tom Brady because he was a pretty decently high draft pick. But he has his weapons. I think Mike Evans is going to have a little bit tougher of a time against AJ Terrell. I think Godwin has the better matchup. And... I mean, if you want to play a little bit of the fun, you know, tabloids, a little bit of, maybe Brady's a little bit motivated to blow up this week. And I know statistically he's motivated because he hasn't had the touchdowns that he would like. So in general, I just think it's going to be a big, big spot, a lot of passing, and I think it's a Godwin game. Can I get a, a hit of that hopium that you're you're inhaling there? <laughs> Picking your own player Chris Godwin as your your start of the week. <laughs> I love how you waited so patiently. You're just sitting there waiting the second I stopped. I, really I think he's a good start too, but uh, Garrett, who's your who's your sit of the week? It's Najee Harris. I actually like Najee. I would I'm gonna trade for Najee, but in five weeks, this is the second time he's made an appearance on my uh sits list. Um They've got a tough matchup this week against the Bills. Kenny Pickett's first start. I mean, the Steelers' offense could just be pretty bad against probably the best defense in the NFL. They might have a lot of garbage time yardage, but I don't think the Bills are going to give them that. I think the Bills are going to bring it all day. And like, This is only the Bills' second home game. Their first one, they stomped the Titans. Yeah, I, I did think they did tighten up last week and beat the Colts. You know, hooray for, for Tom. Shout out to Tom. Shout out to Tom. Also, I got to add in support of your statement too. um, Kenny Pickett, when he when he came in, he targeted Najee Harris a total of zero times in the time. They they can't expect it to always be zero, but he's not looking to the running back. He's scrambling. They're definitely going to be down in that game. Yeah, that's for sure. My sit of the week: Marquise Hollywood Brown, uh, ranked wide receiver 15 this week at home against Philadelphia. Uh, Pretty much only picked him because he's. Playing Philly, uh, if he gets that shadow coverage from Darius Slay, it's going to be a tough week. And also, he's kind of been a touchdown-dependent, late-in-the-fourth-quarter kind of guy. Um, if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's more of a, like, 4-for-50, 7-point kind of week. But if he gets that touchdown, then he gets you year 12 or 13, or if he gets a lot of targets like he did week 3, you know, he's, he's a great play. But I, I think it's a tough matchup this week, and uh, so, yeah, Marquise Brown is my sit. I like it, Brayden. Who you got? I got Jamal Williams. Um, I love Jamal. Nothing against him. He had a great week last week. I just think this New England Patriots defense still is is a lot uh, stiffer than you would think. Although the stats may not show it, I just think uh, you know Bill Belichick will be able to at least cause some problems in this Lions offense that you haven't really seen in some of these other matchups. Um, I think they. It might even be behind, believe it or not, and and I just think you know Jamal is is in general just going to have a tougher time. So, um, I yeah, I like it. That's a bold pick. Yeah, very bold. I hope it hits because I don't a... own any shares of Jamal. <laughs> it's Same. Like, it's it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> uh, Garrett, who's your sleeper? Phillip Lindsay, baby. <laughs> Obviously, Ranker running back fifty-eight this week. Hit goal with the Thursday player, but with JT and Hines out, he's going to be a factor this week. <laughs> now, Garrett, I think Likely going to be a top 24 running back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you had Neheim Hines, who looked like he went out with like a concussion on the first drive of the game. First drive of the game. <laughs> so we let you pivot to, <laughs> to the next running back up, Philip Lindsey. Um, and I don't think he's really on the field much. No, I think they like Deontay Jackson. Six carries, 34 yards to start it out here. Today. Hey, I will take that. Look at him. He's not, a, he's not putting up a goose egg tonight. I like it. That's a 5.7 efficiency right yeah, there. That's my boyfriend. As he's on his way, he gets a touchdown. Great sleeper pick. <laughs> my sleeper pick this week Kareem Hunt, ranked RB30. Uh, Cleveland plays at home against the Chargers. Um, who have been a pretty bad run defense, pretty bad defense overall. Um, and I just see Kareem Hunt getting red zone carries. All it takes is one touchdown, and he gets more red zone carries than, than Nick Chubb for some reason. So why not throw a dart on Kareem Hunt finishing you know well above his RB30 ranking this week? I like it. Brayden, who's your sleeper this week? I just have to say, oh, I thought it was another Melvin Gordon fumble, but oh, man, I think I that know. it was a flag, so we'll see, but that was that looked bad. Anyways, um, yeah, so my pick, I think he just generally has still has the stink of the preseason, you know, what people expected of the Seattle Seahawks offense, Geno Smith. Uh, it's Tyler Lockett. He also hasn't scored a touchdown yet, so his numbers haven't looked as good, but the guy, honestly, I mean, he's getting insane volume. He's you know, He's getting a ton of yardage he's he actually it almost seems like all of the kind of knocks on him with russ about how he's boomer bust is being solved this year and if he just starts getting the touchdowns he'll, he'll really be good but um yeah i think it's going to be a tough game i think for for dk drawing Lattimore and gino has been a be- they've been more pass happy and gino's been better than expected and um i think that, that this is going to be a tyler lockett game for that for that offense cool our last pick here, we always do uh, something unique um, for the week, and this week we picked which quarterback scores the fewest points but not zero this week. Garrett, I love your pick. Who is it? Case Keenum. All right. Mine, Kenny Pickett. pick it? Matt Ryan. Another mm, like the rest playing playing player. <laughs> All right. Um, before we get in to the munchies, it's time for Dank Flex Plays, Rapid Fire, uh, we highlight five matchups, pick a flex player from, from each team, and you just pick them. Um, Garrett, I'm going to go through the list with you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Texans at Jags, Damian Pierce or James Robinson? James Robinson. Seahawks at Saints, Rashad Penny or Michael Thomas? Ooh, Michael Thomas. Is he out this week? It, it, yeah, okay. he's, he's likely to be out. Oh. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, Rashad Penny or... For the next game down. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, Titans at Commanders. Robert Woods or Terry McLaurin? <sighs> Terry McLaurin. 49ers, Panthers. Brandon Ayuk, DJ Moore? Um, Brandon Ayuk. Eagles at Cardinals. Devonta Smith or James Conner? Devonta Smith. Wow. Going against your own guy. Braden, are you ready? Yep. All right. Um, I really want to check this Saints injury report and see if Mike Thomas is is ruled out this week. They're expecting him to be. He's not official. DNP, DNP. I think we got to pivot. We're gonna rule that one out. Garrett, I got one more for you. Oh, I like this one up here. Steelers at Bills. Okay. George Pickens or Isaiah McKenzie. Sure, who you got? I've got George Pickens. Yeah, okay. <laughs> sounds good. Braden, are you ready? I knew you'd Pickens him. Yes. Uh, Texans at Jags. Damian Pierce or James Robinson? Ba- uh, no, James Robinson. Steelers at Bills. George Pickens or Isaiah McKenzie. George Pickens. Uh, Seahawks at Saints. Or sorry, uh, Titans at Commanders. Robert Woods or Terry McLaurin? Robert Woods. 49ers at Panthers. Brandon Ayuk or DJ Moore? I think I'd go DJ Moore. Last but not least, uh, Eagles at Cardinals. Devonta Smith or James Conner? Devonta Smith. All right. Garrett, you want to hit me? Yep. George Pickens or Isaiah McKenzie? Isaiah McKenzie. Texans at Jags. Pierce or James Robinson? James Robinson. Seahawks at Saints. Penny... Or Thomas? Nope, next. Oops. Bobby Trees or Terry McLaurin? Bobby Trees. I like it. Niners at Panthers. Ayuke or DJ Moore? Brandon Ayuk. And Eagles Cardinals. Devonta Smith or James Conner? Devonta Smith. Lock it in. Fellas, are you ready? Let's go. Everyone's favorite segment. Ah! It's time for the munchies. You want to grab those snacks, Garrett? Yes, we've got a variety here tonight and, uh, a zach, bunch of things to try and zach listen. where'd you stop stopped at minnesota's largest candy store uh down in jordan minnesota it's a crazy place they got stuff from all over the world including these either korean or japanese uh chicken cheetos like uh like a ramen chicken Ooh. um so that's on the docket my high th- that's not my highest hopes my highest hopes are these jalapeno popper like cheese puffs Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I've heard very good things about these. What? And then it looks like literal turds in a bag um, <laughs> that you got for the pod, Garrett, and they're called Nerds Candy Corn. Yes. Blech. Guys, for are bringing back the candy, candy corn tradition. Last you. year we had Trolley Bright Trawler Candy corn. Candy corn? Awful. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. Anti- I actually kinda liked them, but they weren't great. So this year we're trying nerd's candy corn. They've gotta be better. Because they have higher potential. Uh, gotta be better. That tart. What, are, what are we starting for? with here? The chicken uh, Cheetos? I, chicken Cheetos, because just right. had those. Oh, okay. Oh, you can't see that. But I will say I love roast chicken flavoured things. Ch- like potato chips in Australia. Roasted chicken potato chips are fire, so I have high hopes. Oh, these are so weird. <laughs> Whoa. You know, I'd say it's maybe better than I expected, but yeah, it kind of tastes like that, um, like the chicken flavored packet of ramen if you like sprinkled that on some, some stale Cheetos. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't think I like it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, you guys. This is like one of one of my favorite Cheetos flavors I've ever had. <laughs> <My God. laughs> Different taste buds, man. Garrett, um, have you had enough of these to give it a score? Um, <laughs> Three point two. All right. Uh, Braden, do you have a score for these? I give them a nine point two. Whoa. Um. I think that I would give these a 4.8. Okay. Man. All right. They're interesting. Are we doing the, the jalapeno? I, I think we go nerds, cotton, or candy corn. We, we clean the palate with these nasty oh, nerds. Right. Candy and labels. then you can finish with your favorite thing in the nut. Yeah. Okay get here just maybe take a few gotta get all the flavors i'm really i'm only gonna have one or two maybe one of the pink yeah. ones well i'll take yeah, whatever take take as many as you want i am not excited for this oh i'm not actually excited really excited, excited. i am too <laughs> see they're good these are the best candy corns i've ever had mm-hmm. by far now how high ceiling is that that's the question this is pretty good Definitely better than the trolley bright collar candy corn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, this does not taste like candy corn at all. It's I like it because yeah. it's disguising the candy corn. It definitely disguises the candy corn. It's not as waxy or like just nasty like flavor or texture. Um, I'm well, the worst part about the trolley was the aftertaste. Help me out. And now that, now that I've sat on these nerds you need and got a little bit of aftertaste, I don't know if they're going to be that highly ranked. Alright. Garrett, have you had enough to give it a score? Yeah. Um,
1: these, the are, these,
0: these are good, not great. On, on candy, the candy scale. We got the candy scale. <laughs> Spilling them on the floor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was Braden. You know what's definitely um, I'd give it like a Six point eight. Okay. Braden, you got a score? So I like it. I like it to a certain extent, but I it's gotta be less than nerds because the reason I like it is because it tastes like nerds. Yeah, I would say original nerds are definitely better. I love original nerds, and those are probably like an eight point nine for me, but I gotta dock off like two points for maybe yeah, I'll probably give it like a six point nine. Six point nine above Garrett. I'm gonna give these uh flat 3.0. I was expecting a a 0.0. Yeah, you were. Yeah, so to get a three out of me is is pretty impressive here. (laughs) But, I mean, there's uh, so many candies I would purchase before this. Oh, Mm. for sure. All right, now I think this is like the, the main event. This is the main event. It's the jalapeno popper cheese puffs. With actual cheese inside? I mean, Probably not. No, I don't think they, they actually have <laughs> cheese inside of it. It's, yeah. just, look. it's just a, like, inside. Inside. It's a picture it's, of the bag. No, no, that's <laughs> what, that isn't what actually in here. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Immediately. <Walton laughs> cheese. Just like one bite. Incredible. Give me more. <laughs> there is. A lot of cheese flavor and a lot of jalapeno flavor, and that's all I want. Exactly. I think we should save this other bag mm-hmm. just for another week. Yeah. <laughs> just so that we can have it in the future. <laughs> yeah. We're He's not like, gonna I mean, eat two bags of this tonight, Garrett. It's no. like, oh wait, i took a big like, We re rank it on the pot. We re rank sure, it's so good. I'll, I'll re rank this. Dang. I wanna see if it holds up. Okay. Alright, Garrick. Have you had enough to rank these? Um. Yes. Damn, those are those are solid. These are these are fire, and they yeah. have a little bit of a heat in the aftertaste too. Mm-hmm. Wow, Garrett, what's your score? They are without question the greatest cheese puff I've ever had. Absolutely, they, I, it is not. It's not close. Mm-hmm. These, these are superior. I'm not a cheese puffs fan, so these are superior to cheese cheese puffs. Yeah, but. I'd still rather just have, like, a potato chip, I think. Sure. You're a big potato chip guy. Um, Like, they can't come near – and anywhere near Ruffles, Flamin' Hot. So, they can't can't be a 10. Sure. Um, But I'm going to give it a pretty good score, and I'm going to go, like, 8.6. 8.6. Brayden, do you have a score for me? Yeah. Um, So, for this, for me – so I agree that this is phenomenal. I don't think I, I think I put it on the same level as normal cheese curds, but just for different vibes. Like I think there's a flavor explosion in your mouth, but you can't like binge this necessarily. Cause it's so, there's so much seasoning. It's like your my tongue's already almost raw. I feel like, <laughs> but it's so fire. I love it. But then I love the bingeability of normal, just classic cheddar cheese balls. Like you can just, you can just put those down and it doesn't matter. Like, um, so I, because of that I would put this on the same ranking as just cheese balls in general for me. Okay. And I think I mean it's right in that right in Garrett's range that he just said. I'd say it was probably it's it's probably at eight point eight. Eight mm-hmm. point eight. Um I, I'm gonna pull up some history here to make sure I rank this correctly amongst previous things that we've had. Um, but I was thinking that this is is high for me, you know. And I, I give everything high. I'm a, I love most things. I'm am a generous grader of, of most things in the world. But I would say that this is a nine point four. Nine point four is fair score for me. Um, would you finish the whole bag in one in one sitting? Yes. Brennan, I, I think I could, although. I do think like I said, the reason that I it's harder to binge like normal cheese balls, but I think but I But you could. could. Mm-hmm. Alright. For me, obvious, yes. Uh the other ones, if you had a full size bag of these candy or, or chicken Cheetos, would you eat the whole bags of those? I could put down this whole bag of chicken Cheetos easy.
1: I don't uh, think I would
0: on the chicken Cheetos. I probably would, even though they're three point two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're just little crushing things. And then there's candy corn. You eating the whole bag of that candy or no? Um, a fun size bag, yes. <laughs> a fun size bag. That'd be a lot to eat in that full size bag. So I'd say a fun size bag as well. All right, I'm calling that as both no's from you. <laughs> and that, that's all we got. Um, fun to try things. You know, a lot of things we don't get, Brayden in in person much anymore. <laughs> but um. Yeah, this this was a fun time. I think that we're going to be hitting you guys with an earlier show in the week next week. Um, Justin's getting married. So that's really... Gotta be there. Really putting a hamper on our podcast next next week. Really killing the vibe, dude. Yeah, way to to bring us down. It's all about you. (laughs) Uh, But it should be a pretty fun time. We're we're happy for the guy. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Anything else, fellas? Good to have you back, buddy. I know. We got one more week in town. Looking forward to another live show. It's going to be fun. Inside boys. woods. All right. Uh... Later, dudes. Nice. Let's break that one.